0: you're listening to a podcast from columbia christian fellowship in columbia pennsylvania our services are weekly at 10 a.m we hope to see you there
1: we
2: The Lord. Praise the Lord. Bless your holy name, Father, because you are God. You are our Father. You are what a father should be. You are full of love and faithfulness and caring, and we are so thankful to have you in our lives. We pray for those today, Father, who don't have you, who don't know you. We can't imagine, Father, living in this world today without knowing you. It is just unfathomable, Father. And we thank you. I thank you for calling my name. We all thank you for calling our names. We want to lift up all the prodigals out there, Father, all the ones that we know and love Mm -hmm. and that you love. Yes, Lord. That have heard your word, Lord, and heard your name, but choose to walk in this world, Lord. We pray that we will one day see them walk through these doors and turn their backs on the things of this world. And they will come to know you like we know you and come to grow in you like we are growing in you. We, thank, we are thankful for those who haven't heard the word yet, but will hear the word And that will come to know you, Father, and walk through those doors. We thank you for the day that this sanctuary will be filled to overflowing with worshipers. Oh, God, we thank you. And we look forward to that day. We look forward to when it spills out into the hallway, Father. Oh, we praise your name, Lord, and we give thanks for the awesome Father that you are. In Jesus' glorious name, amen. Uh, The toddlers are dismissed for the toddler room.
3: So we're dismissing the toddlers. Ooh, that sounds loud. You may be seated. It is a little loud. So sparse crowd. We have a lot of men hunting. We need to first slide up there, Barry. Doesn't seem to be working from up here. Steve broke it. The first person to protest is always the person who did it. (laughs) Methinks thou dost protest too much. So, small crowd, but a definite theme to today. You know, if you've been with us for a while, we've been working through a a sermon series in Acts, and it's been, in my mind at least, pretty powerful. We're being taught a lot. We're, We're learning a lot. But with working at Royer's this week for the holiday and And I just knew I couldn't really do justice to the next passage in Acts. It's going to take some serious study. I normally don't preach this Sunday of the year after Thanksgiving because so busy that week in the holidays. But Joshua usually does preach for me. He was unable to be here. So the idea for a Thanksgiving and praise service was born. And it's sort of filler, but it's not really filler. We need to give this our attention. You got that? Small crowd, you can still yell amen. I need it all the more. Actually, I'm going to be asking you to get kind of radically worshipful, praising in a moment. Be interesting to see with such a small crowd. We have been through many trials recently, some quite severe. Can you guys hear what I'm saying back there? I feel like half the congregation is behind me. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Brandon. It's a great comeback. The whole congregation is behind me. Half of them are sitting behind me. We have been through so many trials recently, some quite severe. Some of us actually succumbed to the fear that it brought, and that was not a good thing. There were trials. They were real, but the fear is what we have to be so careful we don't give in to. But I think our congregation, it took a week or maybe two, but we came through in our mindsets. We struggled, we reeled, we came through in our mindsets, and we realized we have so much still to be thankful for, so much still to praise God for. I've heard many of you say that to me yourselves. Actually, some of you who have gone through the worst of the trials have told me yourselves how good God is. And how worthy to be praised and worshipped. That's a very mature attitude. So be, be, uh, in a healthy way, proud of yourselves and what God is doing. It's so incredible. God is so good all the time. All the time? Okay? And so when things like this hit, it's the intention of the evil one, the world, the flesh, and the devil to try and get us to doubt that God is good. Because in the midst of those circumstances, some that we've just gone through, it doesn't seem that he's that good. And there's a lot of why that we ask. But I'm so proud of you guys, the way we came through with just understanding these deep spiritual truths. It's easy to say thank God and praise God and God is good and have joy and have gladness in the good times. The test of faith is, how do we respond in those bad times, those severe trials? We've just had our share. But as I said the last couple weeks, Ron saw in his vision, a vision, the Holy Spirit, blowing that black cloud off of our church. And today we have Justin with us. That deserves a round of applause. As far as I know, he is our most severely sick, and he's back with us. So I'm not aware of anybody in the congregation that right now is severely sick. I'm not aware of it if they are. And listen, as we sang in that last song, one of these days soon, all the trials will be over forever. Today's psalm for the devotional is Psalm 100, and chosen intentionally because it's a psalm of thanksgiving. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. I notice when we worship for some reason, we have a very thoughtful congregation. And more people are standing there thinking about the worship than entering into the worship. We want to try and change that. Okay? Okay. Okay, okay back there. We want to change that. We want to evidence our worship. We can't hear your thoughts, even though I'm sure you're thinking about good things. We need to hear voices. We need to hear amens. We need need to hear shouts of joy, singing with joy, shouts of gladness, acknowledging the Lord and who he is. Notice how many times in this just these first three verses, words like joy, words like gladness. Words like worship, words like singing, words like acknowledge him are contained in this psalm of thanksgiving. Now, here's going to be an out of your comfort zone thing for you. It says it begins with shout to the Lord. Don, if you and Bob will get your shofars ready, calling you in a moment. I want to know if we can, small crowd today, I want to know if we can lift up a shout to the Lord. And if we can lift up a shout and not hold back. I say, pretend you're at a sporting event and your team just scored. He's so much better and more than our favorite teams. But I've been at sporting events with some of you. My wife, I've seen how you respond and shout and get into it. He's so much more than that. We're so animated out there over things that excite us. And even though I know the Lord excites you, we're so um, reserved in here. And, and that can be a problem, which I want to show as we move through this. This is a part of our problem. We're too restrained in our relationship, our worship of God. We're too restrained. We're too reserved. And I honestly think, listening, kids, I think there may be a correlation with how bold we can be out there and how energetic we worship in here. You see what I'm saying? If we cannot confidently and boldly worship in here, how can we confidently and boldly witness out there? So here we go. How about standing with me? Take a deep breath. You're exempt from that, Justin. He has oxygen on. He's good. They're going to blow the shofar. And as they, blow, as they blow the shofar, I want to hear shouts of joy and gladness to the Lord. Let it go. Don't hold back. What God is looking for is radical praise. Uh, abandon ourselves to thanksgiving and worship. The Old Testament says there were times that when Israel worshiped, during some of their good times, wish it was bit more than it was, but when the, the nation got together and they were right with God and they would shout, it says that the nations around them heard it. It says the ground sometimes trembled when the nation Israel was worshiping their God. That radical worship, that abandonment to worship, changes things. It rocks the spiritual world. So you Ready? Blow those shofars. Let's shout praises to God. Praise your name. Praise your name. You are worthy to be worshipped, O God. We give you thanksgiving and praise. Let the world hear our praise. Let the spiritual world rock with our praise, O God. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. We praise you and we worship you, O God. We exalt you. We exalt your name. High above all things, you are exalted. Praise you, O oh God. Wow. You. Praise you, Lord. Thank you. Only a couple of you were thinking, most of you were shouting. Maybe seated. Continuing with this psalm of thanksgiving, a very important psalm in the scriptures. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good all the time. His unfailing love in the midst of trials, to the severest of trials, his unfailing love continues on us forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever You listen, it says, enter his courts with thanksgiving, go in his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise. Notice how many times thanksgiving and praise are mentioned in this section of the psalm. So I want to remind us, when we come into the place of prayer, like if you remember in the hospital, I felt like one of the first things the Lord told me, not why I was there, but what I should do while I was there. And it was, use this time to get to know me better. That's, that involves entering into his presence. That involves shutting other things out and focusing on the Lord, using the word of God, singing, praying. And what I want to remind us of today is when we come into that place of his presence, prayer, worship, reading, we're not to rush unthinkingly into his presence, just asking for stuff even good stuff. We're to remember who he is when we come into his presence. We're to give him thanks. We're to give him praise. We enter his gates. We're moving towards him. We enter his gates with thanksgiving. We're going deeper into his courts. Now we're praising him. If you really want to kind of define it, there's a lot of overlap, but praising God reflects who he is. I praise you because of who you are. Thanking God reflects, thanking him for what he's done. Thank you for what you've done for me, for us, for the world. We're to give him thanks, we're to give him praise. Then we begin to present our request. I think that sometimes we, I, we enter his presence recklessly, unthinkingly, not quite understanding the moment, not recognizing who he is. Not recognizing the proper protocol, and there is one, for entering his presence. Yeah, but a pastor in the New Testament tells you just get, get right in there. Come up to his throne, and it does. In Hebrews, it says we're to come boldly and confidently right into his throne. Climb up on his lap, our Heavenly Father. That is true. But there's a proper protocol for doing that. A good reminder for us is enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks and praise to his name as you're coming into his presence. That forces us to really think about him, who he is, and what he's done, rather than trying to pray while we're thinking about what time's the Duke game's on. And I know that's on a lot of your minds, so you'll have to guard yourself against that. (laughs) are you so focused you didn't hear that or you're not listening and you didn't hear that I love this next verse and this is going to close out the devotional and I have it in the King James version because that's my favorite version of this verse but thou art holy O thou that inhabits think about this O thou that inhabits the praises of your people We enter his presence through praise, and our praise brings his presence to us. Think about this. In praise and thanksgiving, there is a moving of two parties towards each other. We're entering his presence through praise and thanksgiving, and he's moving towards us because he inhabits. He dwells in. His presence grows in our praise. You got that? That's a thought, isn't it? When we enter with thanksgiving and praise, two parties are beginning to move towards each other. We're moving towards him. He's beginning to inhabit the atmosphere around us. The more we praise and offer thanks to him, the more of his presence increases in the atmosphere around us. The more sickness and demonic stuff are driven out because they can't stand in the presence of the Lord. I know when I got sick and then I got so out of it, it was hard to stay focused on the Lord. I was focusing more on other things, which was letting that stuff in rather than driving that stuff out. Anybody feel that way when you went through this, this stuff? It's a real trial. It's a real temptation to stay focused. It's a challenge. But the more we can praise and offer thanksgiving to him, the more his presence increases around us, in the atmosphere, and the more drives out the negative stuff. So let's do just that. Band, if you you can stand down and prepare yourselves. We just shouted our praises with great joy, and, and that was awesome to hear you guys. Small crowd like this. There was some volume there. Thank you. Now we're going to sing his praises together. We're going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise we're going to sing to the lord we're going to sing his praises after singing two more songs i will come back down to the mic and i'm going to open it up hopefully you've been getting my text and you've come prepared to share something on praise and thanksgiving and we'll move through the rest of the service with your sharing okay so would you stand we're going to sing together the praises of the lord hallelujah
0: here's another song a staple song for the church everyone knows this is to give you praise so let's give him a lot of praise today because we have a lot of things to give him glory and praise about so hallelujah Thanks.
3: put out a plea several times this week, asking you to come prepared to share something related to praise and thanksgiving and the goodness of God and joy and gladness and all of that. Um, nobody really responded to me off of my text that you were going to share something, but this is that time of the service, I'd like to say, who's going to be first? Just come up out of your seat, come to the mic, and you have the mic, say what you need to say, and we'll just move through that one after another. So whoever will be first, come up.
4: I have a couple verses here.
3: Into um, the mic, into the
4: mic. So the first verse is a command to praise, and then the other two verses that I, that I got are, are examples of that uh, acting out. In 1 Thessalonians five sixteen and 18, it says, Rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So that's the command for us to praise God as believers, regardless of what's going on. That's a command. And Paul wrote this while he was free, he was on a missionary trip, things were going well for him, he was planning churches. It's easy to praise God in those kind of circumstances. Uh, Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice Paul wrote that when he was in prison waiting to be waiting trial under Nero who hated Christians with a passion it wasn't looking good for him but he was choosing to rejoice in the Lord always uh, The other verse is job: 121 this is after job had he was uh, the greatest man in the East it said he, he was rich, he was wealthy he was wise, he was a good man, loved God uh, but he had just lost all all of his children in one day, in one day, all of his children died. In one day, all of his, his livelihood was lost. All of it. All of his animals, it, it was awful. I mean, that's a lot of stuff to go on in one day. At the end of that day, he says, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Those two circumstances, those men were in incredibly depressing, dire situations, and both of them chose to praise and to rejoice. So that shows us that it's totally, it, it showed me that it's totally possible to be praising God in those circumstances. God gives things to us and he takes things away. Both those men understood, Job at least at that point, that everything that he had is from God anyway he can take it back. It's his to begin with. It's not ours to keep. It's ours to be blessing and to use to further the kingdom. He can take it away at any point also. They had a correct perspective of their situation and their belongings, their life, the blessings in their life. So that really encouraged me to be, I'm not there, but I want to be at that point that I can continue to praise God continuously and have that be a light to my brothers and sisters and a light to, to the world because it's easy to focus on negative things, but that's not attractive to anyone Amen. complaining and grumbling about things. Amen. Also, because I'm like a history nerd, did you guys know how Thanksgiving started? George Washington in 1789 didn't make it a federal holiday. Some states took it up after that, but he declared a day of Thanksgiving for the provision of God through the war. It was not started by because of pilgrims having dinner with Indians, it was started in this country because George Washington said that God is the only reason that we were able to defeat the most powerful army in the world at that time. So just wanna to toss that in. First Corinthians fifteen fifty-seven
3: says this, but thank you God he gives us glory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do uh, for the Lord is ever useless. One more I'd like to read. First Thess- Thessalonians five, eighteen. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus.
5: Um, This is something from uh, Martin Luther, a devotional I read every day. Um, This one is called Everyday Miracles, and it starts with Psalm 111, 2. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. The works of the Lord are great, but in this passage, the psalmist points out that only a few devout people notice what God has done. Most people don't praise God or thank him. They never say, great are the works of the Lord. Though they are completely surrounded by his gifts, they have gotten used to them. They take advantage of what God has given them, rooting around in God's gifts like a hog in a bag of feed. They say, what's so special about the fact that the sun shines? Fire gives warmth. The ocean provides fish. The earth yields grain. Cows have calves. Women give birth to children, and hens lay eggs. These things happen every day. Is something insignificant just because is something insignificant just because it happens every day? If the sun wouldn't shine for 10 days, suddenly it would be a great thing when it began shining again. If fire existed only in one place on the earth, I think it would be more precious than gold or silver. If there were only one well in the world, I would imagine that a drop of water would be worth more than $1,000. God showers people with rich and wonderful blessings, but how ungrateful and blind people are. They don't recognize these blessings as amazing miracles from God, so they don't admire them give thanks for them, or act happy about them. However, if a clown can walk on a tightrope or train monkeys, people are ready to admire and praise him for it. The psalmist points out that the Lord's works are great, but these works are appreciated only in the eyes of God's faithful followers. I had sent this verse to someone in the midst of the COVID crisis. That's what I'm going to call it, the COVID crisis, because crises can be averted, and this one certainly was. God was good to us. So my verse that I clung to while we were sick and Hub was in the hospital was Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I believe that's still true.
6: Yeah, I try to come up with a verse, but I couldn't pick one because there's so many, so many. And, you know, you could quote the whole Bible and be thankful. But what I'm, I'm here to do is uh, to say is, you know, Thanksgiving isn't just one day of the week, one time of the year. Thanksgiving is every day. We have breath in our lungs. And and that's what I'm thankful for, that every morning I get up, I'm thankful to have this day. And, and But, you know, what I'm really, 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 thankful for is what i'm looking at right now this church family i mean this church family is so awesome and 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 i'm just so thankful for each and every one of you and i love each and every one of you and and, you know i i get together with more than most of them but you know i got the tuesday night discussion group awesome group i mean everybody in that group i mean it is just awesome and, and stuff i send out prayers every saturday morning to the people I'm responsible for and and I just feel spiritually connected to that and 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 I'm just so thankful for this church I mean my church family each and every one of you I love you all you guys I'm thankful for that
7: Um, now with everything we're going through we all have a lot of worries so I found this Philippians 4 6 don't worry about anything instead pray about everything Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. He already knows what you need. You just have to ask.
2: Uh, I want to share Psalm 9, 1 and 2. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell all of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. And I want to share another verse. Uh, this is from Ezekiel 46.9. I heard this in a song one time. Well, numerous times because I love it. But uh, it really says a lot. and I'm really thankful for this, worth, this verse. When the people of the land come before the Lord of the appointed at the appointed festivals, whoever enters by the north gate to worship is to go out the south gate. And whoever enters by the south gate is to go out the north gate. No one is to return through the gate by which they entered, but each is to go out the opposite gate. And in that song that I listened to, it's, And it really makes sense. We are to leave here different than what we entered. And that's what I thank our Lord for because, yeah, it's like Brandon said, you know, we're not there yet. But each time we come here and each time we pick up the word of God, we get closer to him. We become changed. We become different than what we did before we picked that word up. Before we entered here,
8: the scripture I got was from uh, First Corinthians, from the First Chronicles, excuse me, sixteen, uh, verse thirty-four. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. I thought about that verse, and uh, I thought about, you know, Thanksgiving is a wonderful time because you get a chance to be with family and friends, and and just to think about the goodness of God. The thing that came to my mind about Thanksgiving was uh, I thought about when Jesus Christ went to the cross for each one of us, because he didn't have to do that, but he did, he loved each one of us so much and cared for each one of us so much that he was broken, beaten, ridiculed, made fun of. And to me, that is a real warrior right there. You know, sometimes we go through things, sometimes Life tries to beat us down. But well, you know what? Because of who is within us, He's the one who makes us strong. And because He died on the cross, when He said it was finished, it was all done because He, he overcame everything that we could ever face or that we, that we could go through. And, we, and, and when we meet again on the other side, we'll understand why the things that we had to go through. You, you, it'll be su- such a rewarding thing and that's what I thought about. I thought about Jesus Christ you know because he he gave himself for us and just suffered and died and and, and he could have came down. You know people were making fun of him and mocking him and if you're the Christ come down save yourself, save us and too. But you know his love that agape love that he had for each one of us and showed for us and he stayed up on there and and even at the end he said, Father forgive them for they know not what they do. That's something to be really thankful about each and every day, something to give us to think about, especially when the battles try to come against us. And I, saw, and I know, you know, confusion tries to come in and tries to stay before us, but like Paul said, we gotta continue to look at the end, the, the, the prize that's, that's awaiting. There's a prize that's awaiting, you know, and that's what I thought about, you know, thank, just thankful for what he'd done for us because that's something that we can think about all the time He gives us the, the strength through the Holy Spirit to keep pushing on.
9: like um, I have realized in the past couple weeks and seen and felt the goodness of God in like really intimate ways um, and I'm just so grateful for that Um A long, long time ago, something really traumatic happened to me. My dad struggled with that. Um, And at a certain time that we were dealing with things, um, he shared with me that God shared a verse with him, that it was like the only thing like that he was clinging to. And it was Psalm 46, 10 that says, be still and know that I am God, I will be exalted among the nations. I, w- I think it says, I will be exalted among the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. Um, and I think that the last several weeks, I've been more still than I've ever been. Um, trauma, I think, does that to you and I'm like, Lord, I want to see your goodness all the time. Not just in times where I feel like a huge gaping hole in my heart. Like, I want to see and know your goodness all the time. Um, And then... I opened my daughter's Bible who we had people share verses in and my dad wrote Psalm 4610 in her Bible and I realized like part of the key to seeing God's goodness and being grateful for all that he gives us and all that he does is that stillness. Like when we can really be still and look around and just be like, wow, like God orchestrated that. And so I just want to share a couple of the things that I have noticed over the last couple of weeks. Um, One thing is that my dad made teddy bears. I'm sure you guys all heard about it. teddy bears out of his furs are really special to him. And he put voice boxes in them for all of his grandbabies. And he like spoke a personalized note to them. And at the time, it was cool. Like we all loved them, loved it of course, but God knew we didn't, we had no idea that that was going to be my dad's last Christmas with us. But God knew. And that's like, so like God. What a beautiful thing. Like that God knew. My dad had been talking about making those bears for literally like years. Um, and God knew that that was going to be his last Christmas with us and made sure that those bears came to us and came to my children. Um, and I just thought like, man, thank you, Lord. Like, there's something so simple. But God knew, like, he prepared that for us, like for, for the days like today, when we just want to hear Paul's voice and remember him and remember his love and its faithfulness. Um, That's just one of, like, a lot of examples, and I don't want to just stand up here and take all the time. But I have definitely experienced a lot of God's goodness. And I pray that for me, for myself, but for all of us also, that we can really take the time to be still and know that he is God. Even when we're, like, in the pits of despair, I said to my mom, I said, man, I understand why in the Word they talk about, like, ripping their clothing off, Mm -hmm. sitting in a heap of ashes and doing nothing for weeks on end. Like I totally get that now (laughs) because I I get that feeling. Mm -hmm. But if we can be still and see God's goodness in times where we're not in pits and in times where we're not like Mm -hmm. paralyzed by grief and just make it a way of life where we're still and seeing the goodness of God, then we, I believe that then we are training our hearts to see the goodness of God even when we are in the pit.
10: That? Can you hear me okay? Oh, boy. So the joke is anybody that knows me knows I love to talk. I'm not a public speaker. I don't get up here. This is out of my comfort zone, so I have Jess with me. But um, I wanted to thank Jess because five years ago we became friends. Our boys are best friends, so her and I have become best friends. And um, they welcomed us to this church a couple years ago. And I am so thankful for that because Ty and I have been so welcomed by each and every one of you. Stephen, you've taken us on as an elder. And I know we've, I've probably texted you more than, than you've wanted, <laughs> Pastor Hub. And bo- both of you have been just great, always checking in, texting. Um, and of course, Jess, I think your whole family pretty much is a member, here. everybody's related, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been great, and um, Ty and I have just felt so welcome here, and um, I grew up going to church, and then there was a period of time, several years, that I was not going to church. I missed it, and then coming back, coming here, I realized um, how much I missed it and how thankful I am to have each and every one of you to um, welcome us and have us feel like a, fam- a church family. And um, that just means so much to me. And to see all the heartache, all the trying times, and everybody sticking together as a family like like we should be. Um, obviously, I said I wouldn't talk a lot, and here I am just rattling on. So, um, and with that being said, I did talk to Pastor Hub last Sunday and decided to um, become a member here, if you all have me. <laughs> so, um I just want to thank all of you, and I'm very, um, I feel honored to be a part of this church family, so thank you. I I know, I wasn't going to say anything, because I get a little nervous speaking, too, but um, you know, these really have been trying times lately, and We are just so lucky to have each other.
9: We all feel different pain and different hurt with everything going on and losing somebody we loved. But we have our Lord who has graciously gotten us through this crazy time. And who can do that but Him? There's nobody in this world or on this earth that can do this but him. We have to keep our faith and our love with him because he is the only one. He's it. And
10: <laughs> no, yeah. what did you make she didn't really <laughs> I me. Mean. No, I'm sorry. I feel really bad.
9: But I love you all, and I'm so glad we do have each other. We're lucky. We're lucky.
0: <laughs> when I start talk, when I start talking I, I start just you know <laughs> blabbing and crying and everything else so I, I try not to do too much talking because uh, mm, there's it. just a just ru- li- but one thing I will say is this family has become so important to me. It's kind of crazy why <laughs> I don't like to get into the why but you just start realizing <laughs> okay. yeah. but you start realizing that what you have, it's like, it's like when, when, when you, everybody ever watched the, uh, you know, the clicking heels girl, you know, she clicked her heels and she went back home. That's the way I feel, you know, it's like after all this, it's like the Lord has opened my heart up to love and not to, um, <laughs> and not to take advantage of. My brothers and sisters, and just, you know not, the, not, you know, not that I ever took advantage of you guys, but, you know, sometimes I just don't realize how important everyone is. You know, this body, you know, each of us have all these, like, gifts, these small gifts that we offer each other. And I am just so thankful for everyone's gift in here. And that has been really been brought to my attention in the last three weeks. <laughs> A lot. You know, when you're, when you're down and you're not sure what's going to happen, the Lord has a way to work, work with your, your mind and your heart and your thoughts. So I'm, I'm just glad to be here. And I'm, I'm so, and the other thing I'm so thankful for is, look at my, I have a family, a blood family here that's like, wow. It's so awesome. I just, I'm so blessed by that. So we just thank God for that.
5: <laughs> okay, I'll just read a, a psalm. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: <Stop>. <laughs> well, at least we're all laughing a little. So I was just gonna read Psalm twenty-eight seven. The Lord is my strength and my shield, my heart trusts in him. Uh oh. And he helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song I praise him.
9: Sorry, I forgot one of the most important things um, is not my dad's bears. Um, although we're really grateful for them, the most important thing is that my dad knew Jesus as a savior and, um, I think I can speak for all of us and say that like our tears are not for my dad because he's where we all want to be, um, yeah, like a little jealous. (laughs) Uh, He ran the race. so grateful for the salvation that Jesus offers us, not that we deserve it, um, but that just that he freely gives, you know, John three sixteen. like, so, you know, anyone can say it, but, like, it's really true. God so loves the, all of his people that he would give his only son so that we can have eternal life, and I'm so thankful to know that. And so when I'm grieving, I'm not grieving for my dad at all. I'm grieving for us like we're missing um, something that we thought that we were gonna have a lot longer. Um, but I'm also so grateful for the word of God because it has been um, like truly a rock for our family when someone says, "Oh. If we would have just done this differently and we stop and we're like, nope, his days were numbered by the Lord and the Lord only. If we didn't have the word of God, like what would we stand on? So grateful for the word, so grateful for salvation. Also, the greatest gift that you could ever give the people that love you is the evidence, the gift, the um, fruit, of your salvation because the fact that like we don't have to question whether or not my dad is a believer has been complete peace for us um so consider that in your lives um there was one more thing salvation the word of god just the gift of knowing i don't know there's a lots of a lot of other things but um Yeah, just consider those things.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot to be thankful for. Too much, really, to go into right now, but I want to make a comment off of what Tiff said about her dad. When we think of Ray, I want us to remember two verses. How precious it is in the sight of the Lord, the death of his saints. He didn't die alone. The Lord was with him. The second one is to live as Christ, to die is gain. Something we need to get through here. To live as Christ, to die is gain. When I think of Ray and the grief and everything that wants to come with it, I remember those two verses.
7: what you were seeing, Hub, because when you said break down when you said pick a verse and break it down I did and then I was like I had to stop and be like this is not a sermon Pauline you're not standing up here speaking but the verse that I got was from 1st Chronicles 16 and it was 8 through 13 which reads give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness let the whole world know what he has done. Sing to him praise. Sing his praises. Tell everyone about the wonderful deeds. Exalt the whole, his holy name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord, for his strength, and continually seek him. Remember his wonders. His last performed, his miracles and rulings he has given. You children, of his servant of Israel, you descendants of Jacob, his chosen ones. Well, I broke that down to be what that meant to me. And the first part I said, these verses to me mean, um, these speak to me because even in my lowest of lows, which I had in the last few weeks to, ago here as well, I was, I was very angry. Um, And I still had to give thanks to the Lord. I still proclaimed his greatness to people. And I said, oh, trust me. I I was still letting him know in my prayer times and in my quiet times with him that I was angry. And it's okay to do that. Brandon has told me that and Hub has told me that. Um, I was angry and confused, you know, a lot. But um, we talked. God and I talked. And and I said, he will bring us through these troubled times, um, often bring good out of them, you know, through these um, times. And I said, I try to be an influencer and a fragrance of God, as, as you had said in our past messages, that, um, that by my actions and in my words, you know, even though I left people know that and people seen that I was angry, I still left them know that, I knew God was with me. Um, so even through my actions and, um, uh, I lost my spot. Uh, that I, I still left, it still left others know and the whole world know, as I was breaking this down, how great he is and what he has done for us and for me. Um, I, sing, I still sing praises to him. I catch myself a lot of times um, when I'm praying, when I'm upset, when I'm nervous. Uh, I remember a time when I was nervous about something and I was praying and I caught myself praying and then I caught myself praising him and rejoicing you know, through a song to him. So I, I sing praises to him and, um, through those times. And as I get closer and closer to my walk with him, in my relationship, I see more and more that no matter who I'm talking to, especially unbelievers or people that I don't even know, I still try to bring God up in that situation, you know? And and God will use that time too. Um, whether that person even knows who God is, that's God planting a seed to be like, this This person doesn't even know you. This person, but who's this God that you're speaking of that's bringing you out of this time or through this time? So. Um, I always try to, to bring up um, God to somebody that I, you know, like I said, if I'm around somebody that I don't know or um, even praise Him during difficult times and let people know that, you know, He's still my strength. And I continually search and seek Him for strength and healing, His promises in His Word, His guidance. And I remember the signs and wonders he has already performed and continues to do because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And um, I have still, if you already know him and accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you're one of his chosen people. And then God prompted me to say this whether I'm the last person here or not, but as Hub would say, and if any of you are here and don't know the Lord please see Pastor Hub <laughs> or one of the elders. And they can get me, too, and I'll be there. But, you know, please, if, if you don't know the Lord and Savior or have him in your heart uh, or ask him into your heart, please see one of us after the service because he's, he is our rock.
3: Is there anybody else that wants to come? Then we'll call the band forward and we'll close out our time together with worship.
10: Is that what?
8: I tell you that was <clears throat> that's powerful I mean my spirit is lifted up above the clouds right now um, just just being thankful to be here to uh, worship with everyone here today at that, that's that's big you know That's it gives you joy it makes you happy it gives you something to talk about and I just thank God for each one of you very much so and because Everybody in this room is just so special to me and and we're special to each other because God has put us all together. And I'm just, I just feel so blessed. And I know we all feel so blessed to be a part of this family here. And this next song we're gonna sing is is called He Is the Light Because He Is the Light. You know, when he got up on Easter morning and that stone rolled back and the brightness of that just scared the 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 soldiers that were there because that his powerful pure light and he is the light and that same light is in us when he lives in us that others may see that light and be drawn to that so that's what we're going to do right now and we're going would you just worship with us as we sing this
1: The nations, he is a light, he is a light for all the world to see, he is alive shining in the darkness, he is a hope hope of all the nations, he is alive, he is a light for all the world to see. Come on. he's a great God, great, great. I
0: He has our, our best interest, so let's give him just another glory shout. Let's, let's do that one more sure time. While you done. Done. Let's do hallelujah. 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 Okay, we're going we're to shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. One, two, Thank you for listening to our weekly message. To connect with us, visit our website at blesscolumbia.org.